Senior Research Fellow for African Diplomacy and Leadership at the University of Johannesburg and political analyst Dr. Oscar van Yerden is contemplating the possible similarities between the Nazi Adolf Eichmann and uh, Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. He joins us this morning on the line to unpack that uh, further for us. Uh, Oscar, very good morning to you as always. Uh, thank you for your time and welcome. Good morning, Suleiman, and good morning to your listeners. What, why is this similarity uh, something that came to your mind? You know, the, the atrocities that is being committed under the leadership of Netanyahu um, and the, the evil that is being meted out, the organized violence that is being meted out against the Palestinians uh, is what made me think of the situation in Nazi Germany during World War II. And I tried to find some comparison to understand what is in the mind of a person like Netanyahu that he is able to live with himself uh, by committing such crimes against innocent civilians, especially women and children. And that's when I thought of uh, banality of evil. Uh, As you know, the book, the very famous book that was written by Hannah Arendt, um, and I came to the understanding that what is happening with the people in Gaza is precisely the beginnings of what happened to the to the to the Jews in Nazi Germany. Now, at times people use terms like sociopath uh, for 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 the likes of Benjamin Benjamin Netanyahu, considering. Uh, what they are unleashing on on, on innocent people, uh, women and children, especially in in, in Gaza. Uh, Are those the same kind of terminologies or similarities that that you conclude on when when looking at uh, Nazi individuals like uh, Adolf Eichmann? No, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, there's the reason why the South African government, uh, it, it, it didn't take the matter lightly when it said, that we are going to take Israel to the International Criminal uh, International Court of Justice uh, for violation of the Convention on Genocide is because this is how genocide starts. You know, people people don't realize, uh, Suleiman, that the, the truth is that if you look at the pattern, indiscriminate killing, mass bombardment, killing and wiping out other people in its entirety, you know, if, if you say you are, you are targeting Hamas, no problem with that. We all know that if you are targeting a specific group, uh, you know, there's surgical strikes, there's surgical assassinations, there's interventions that can be... But what we have observed over the last hundred days in Gaza is none of those. It's about collective punishment. It's about the bombing of mass uh, uh, population killing indiscriminately schools, churches, mosques, entire communities being flattened, and then you say you are targeting Hamas. It's absolutely untrue, and uh, it is the beginning signs of how you begin to ethnically cleanse a people. And I think that's why South Africa decided so far and no more. The are concerns that are being raised by some that while South African did the right thing uh, the South African government did the right thing in terms of principle 
uh, that there would be political and economic repercussions. Israel has the support of, of the big boys, so to speak, in terms of the global order. What, what are your thoughts in that regard? No, you're absolutely right. I mean, in terms of the article that I recently wrote, I do uh, mention that there will be consequences. Unfortunately, the, world, the way the world operates, um, the United States, the United Kingdom, Germany and others, these are huge trading partners with South Africa. And what South Africa has done in this regard is to, to take not only Israel, but to actually put on trial the settler colonial project of the West. Remember, Suleiman, what, what Israel is doing as an occupier in the, the, the West Bank, in Gaza, in Palestine, is precisely what Germany did in Namibia, what the UK did in South Africa, what the Americans and, and the UK did in America, etc., etc. They are too familiar with the settler colonial project. And by not supporting Israel, they are going to cast aspersions on their own past and their own atrocities. And this is why they are backing Israel, because they don't see anything wrong with what Israel is doing, because they did it themselves. And so we are, we are faced with a situation where we, as South Africans, who was at the receiving end of apartheid South Africa, who was oppressed, uh, in the most brutal form, we understand what the Palestinians are going through. And that is why it is so symbolic that South Africa is the country that decided to take Israel to the International Criminal uh, Court of Justice uh, because we understand what the Palestinians are experiencing. And in fact, may I add, what they're experiencing is far worse than what we've experienced. What are your expectations in terms of the outcome of, of the ICJ hearings? I, I hear some say that irrespective of the outcome, this is a big win for, for, for uh, the Palestinian cause because they put, put Israel in the dock, so to speak, on the international stage. There, there are those who are optimistic that the ICJ will, will do the right thing. There are those who are pessimistic that you know the different judges uh, come from different countries and, 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 and the respective countries will, will lean politically uh, in one direction or the other? You know, to be honest, Suleiman, uh, in the article I do mention, as a scholar of international relations, what I've come to appreciate and realize in the international system is that there's a, there's a form of dualism that exists. And what I mean by dualism is that the, there's rules, regulations, there's institutions that are supposed to govern the world and, and world affairs, but unfortunately, they have been set up, and these rules exist um, and is applied differently to those that are in the global north and those that are in the global south. We see, for example, uh, you know, the International Criminal Court. They were cl- they were quick out of the starting blocks when it came to uh, you know putting out a. Arrest, arrest warrant for Vladimir Putin. They were quick to uh, put out an arrest warrant for Bas- uh, al-Bashir uh, in, in Sudan and many other examples. But they find it very difficult, even in the face of obvi- you know, 
blatant, obvious war crimes that are being committed by Israel, uh, by the United States of America and others, they find it very difficult. We know, for example, Suleiman, that uh, you know the, the Iraq war that completely destroyed, killed millions of Iraqis. But Tony Blair, uh, George Bush are not being held accountable for those war crimes. So the dualism that exists in the world suggests to me that unfortunately, I suspect the court is going to find any and every reason to not find in favor of South Africa. All right, Oscar. Thank you so much for your time and for chatting to us this morning. We really appreciate it. Absolute pleasure. That was uh, Oscar van Yerden. He is a senior research fellow for African diplomacy and leadership at the University of Johannesburg. He's also a political analyst. He was sharing his thoughts with us in regards um, parallels between Nazi personalities and uh, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu uh, taking into consideration the genocide that is being unleashed on on, on Palestinians in, in Gaza. And he was also giving us his thoughts on uh, the political and economic uh, consequences that South Africa may face as a result of taking Israel to the ICJ and what is the likely outcome of those hearings.